Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review YouTube channel for tonight's Newcastle United versus Paris Saint-Germain. I mean, never thought we'd say that for a long time, but the Champions League is less than, well, just over 24 hours away, uh, and uh, we are ready to rock uh, against PSG. Certainly, St. James's Park will be ready to rock. I have no doubt about that. Uh, everybody is uh, sort of raring to go. Uh, of course, the, the, the scenes over St. James's last night with the drone show and uh, everything like that. The, the, the atmosphere is building up very, very nicely. And Mbappe is already asking for a pair of gloves in training. It's too cold for him. Um, you know, he's, he's a he's a, he's a woolly wofter. So we are in with a chance now. Uh, he's, he's not going to do anything. He's complaining of it being cold, Billy. And, you know, th that's got to be a positive. <laughs> yeah. He might, need, he might think he might need to do a bit of extra running to get himself warm, which is kind of concerning, in my opinion. Well... Uh, the He's the best player in the world. We've really got to be careful with him. Um, luckily enough, he began against a bang-on form, Kieran Trippier. Um, so it'll be a good little tussle, I think. I'm looking forward to it. Alex, how, how, how are you at the minute? Are you Is the excitement kicking in? Just over 24 hours to kick off? Or 25 hours? Yeah. I mean, it's it's mixed. It is mixed. I've done a lot of research in the last few days. Um, watched the Clermont foot game fully back. I watched the Nice game in which PSG lost. Um I've watched a lot of videos from their own fans. I've watched, I even managed to find a, to find a Clermont foot um, video, which was interesting, just about how PSG play, how they lost, how they won certain games, um, just to try and try and give you the best content for this show, essentially, and figure out where we can win this damn game. Um, but you will see when we look at graphics. Of course, injuries are a problem. Let's, let's be openly honest. Eddie Howe confirming today that uh, Callum Wilson uh, will probably miss the game. Of course, Joel Linton's missing the game. I, I was very surprised at what he said about Joel Linton, actually, but we'll come on to him in a minute. Of course, Botman's missing the game as well. No Joel Willock yet. Uh, Billy, I mean, for what we saw with Joel Linton, for, for Eddie to turn around and say he's nearly made it, considering it was his hamstring, I find that very difficult to believe. Um, He didn't tear it, did he? He felt it go tight. We saw him say, it's very tight. Uh, so I think it'd be okay for Sunday. I just think... He hasn't torn the hamstring muscle. He's he, he's kind of felt it. If he carried on, he probably would have gone. He's got it off the pitch quickly, and I think he's okay for. I think it'll be okay for Sunday. Mm -hmm. This game's probably a little bit too I soon agree. for him, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean injuries are going to stifle us a little bit. Of course, there was no Tenali in training today as well, which wasn't mentioned in the press conference. Um, does surprise I mean, what, surprise? Does that say anything, Alex? About no Tenali? Is he injured? Is he just given a rest or what? Not bothered. Anderson or Tonali, it's an easy swap. One one or other in, the, in this case. Um, just, just listen to the confidence flowing through his lips there. I mean, it's, it's a like-for-like -like position. Anderson's yeah. in great form. Tonali's got a point to prove and looks like he's been trying to force himself into form. Uh, either or for me, either or. Mm. You know, it's going to be a tough game no matter who we start. So, I, I mean, if it was anybody, it'd be Joe Linton instead of those two. However... You know, it, he's not available, so it's going to have to be Anderson or, or Tenali, isn't it? So It's going to be very, very interesting to see who he picks tomorrow. Um, apparently, Tenali did train later on. I know that was the case with Wilson, but I, I never saw anything about Tenali, but fair enough. Um, I just find it strange how they trained later on. And Never mind. I mean, that's just the way they do it at Newcastle. It's very, very uh, different, but look. Tonali's fine. Anderson's fine. Let's see who he goes with. I mean, we'll, we'll find out what our team predictions are a bit later on in the show. Uh, but the usual for tonight applies, guys. Please do hit that thumbs up button for us. 
Uh, very important that we keep the likes coming in so the fans like you can find uh, the tune review on the search results. And of course, if you're new to the channel and you like what you see, uh, we're very close to hitting 24,000 subscribers now. Please do subscribe, free to do so. Be part of this incredible community that we have here. And of course, hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we go live or we upload any future videos. Uh, the link to the Football Content Awards is still pinned at the top of the description and will be for the next couple of weeks guys uh it is all down to you um i have sent our little description away of why i think we should win uh which the judges will have a look at but the main thing comes to your votes guys please keep voting i know I, it gets a bit boring after a while but it really means the world to us uh if we could bring something back representing newcastle united it would be really really incredible for us uh and also uh, you can get your merch now at the website, thetunereview.co.uk. And now we do have what many people have been asking for is the Tune Review Tankard. Uh, it's a frosted glass tankard with the Tune Review logo on. Um, they are now on the website for sale. So you can enjoy your favorite beverage uh, in your Tune Review Tankard while watching the Tune Review. So they are now on the website with all the other shirts, the hoodies, etc. So head to thetunereview.co.uk and grab yours today. Uh, right, uh, Billy, uh, we've seen, obviously, the PSG on the pitch. They've been training. Um, you know, we've, we've messed about with Mbappe wearing gloves where, or where he doesn't wear gloves. It doesn't freaking matter. He's still a world-class footballer. Um, Trippier, though, will be... I, I think Trippier will be looking forward to this, going against one of the world's best, won't he? 100%, yeah. I mean... We think Kieran Trippi is a world-class elite fullback. Um, we know that Kieran Mbappé is the best player in the world mm -hmm. at this precise moment in time. But to me, it's, it's a fantastic duel between the two. We know that Mbappé is going to do him for pace. It's whether Kieran Trippi can read the ball before he gets to him, maybe getting ahead of him. He won't be committing himself. He'll be, you know, forcing him to do his little tricks. Um, but I think Kieran Trippi is up to the task. And the way he's been playing the past three or four weeks, five weeks, longer maybe, maybe all season. You know, it's been fantastic in every game he's played, really. Yeah. I think I it's mean, been a it, massive it, battle, you know. And it, yeah, it will be. You know, if it, even Livermento, the way he played last night, I fancy him to battle against Mbappe. I really would. Uh, I mean, Livermento's got the added bonus of having a bit of pace, so he may be yeah. able to keep up with him. But well, Kieran Tripp, is, to me, is at the minute, is the best right back in England. Yeah, um, let's be honest though. Kylian Mbappe can do anybody for pace. Uh, you know, there's there's very uh, few players in the world I think uh, that can keep up with him. Maybe Kyle Walker. Um, it, it is at his peak. Um, but the other side, Alex, is going to be very interesting because it's probably going to be Dembele against Dan Byrne, um, which will be a, a very very interesting uh, combative uh, night for Dan Byrne. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of emphasis goes down the other side. Um, I, I would say that that typically that side gets overloaded more by Hakimi than it does Dembele. However, Hakimi is is equally as quick, if not quicker, than Dembele, um, mm. and that is an absolute frightening right hand side. Um, yeah. They're quite a balanced team. They're not they're not a team that's typically heavy on heavy on one side, which a lot of teams in modern football are quite heavy on one side. Think Real Madrid, Vinicius Junior, things things of that nature. Mm. Uh, PSG are quite balanced now. Now they've got rid of now they've got rid of the rods and sods. I know that a lot of people will be very angry at that, but it's kind of true. This is the whole point in Harry Kane moving on for Spurs. It's about playing a system. Um, mm. They're playing a system, and they look a lot better. They look a lot more balanced. They've got that you know they can play down either side now. Um, so for Dan Burn specifically, yeah, that's going to be real difficult. If Gordon starts, which I think most people are presuming he will do, uh, Gordon's going to need to to play the game of his life mm. so far because he's going to have to do so much offensively because we're going to need pace and transition. That's how we beat them. We'll obviously go into that. And then he's also going to help have to babysit Dan Byrne where necessary. Um, it's just going to have to happen. I, you know, we like Dan Byrne, but it's PSG. He's mm. going to require some additional babysitting. And whether you like me saying that or not, it's a fact. Um, we'll be all right. We'll deal with it. We've been planning yeah. for it. We knew this was coming. It will be fine. Uh, incidentally, Jordan Jordan says that uh, PSG boss Luis Enrique Billy uh, on Newcastle United said the team from Pot Four that no one wanted. So it, it's quite interesting that Enrique said that because if that's how the, the the rest of the managers are feeling, they know that Newcastle are a threat, especially at St James's Park. Well, if anybody knows about the atmosphere at St James's Park on a European, well, he played in that night, didn't he? Yeah, Luis Enrique. Yeah, the Barcelona mm. team that was 
sent packing by Tino Spears Hattrick many, many moons ago, 97. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll know. He's, a, and he's an excellent coach. He's an excellent player. An excellent player. Really good player for Barcelona for many years and also for Spain. But yeah, terrific player. Good coach. And uh, he's not one of his coaches that kicks his toys out of the Premier League. He's very respectful, a la Guardiola. So, since speaks yeah, from that is. school of thought from Barcelona that they seem to be like that. But yeah, he's right what he says. Strange, because uh, it seems that everybody who had anything to do with Sir Bobby mm. seems to be a very, very uh, well-spoken about uh, Newcastle mm. United, strangely yeah. enough. Uh, guys, uh, also, if you do like to donate to the channel tonight, you can by hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments. Uh, that will, of course, get your comment read straight out on the show as well. Um, Mark Denmark says, good job. Anthony Gordon is the second quickest player in the Premier League. I mean... The thing is, though, Alex, I, I don't see Dembele and Mbappe coming back to defend very often when I've seen PSG. No, I mean this is this is where we're going to hurt them. Mm. Hopefully, um, is is in transitions uh, and it's pace. We're going to need pr presumably Miggy, Isak, and, and, and Gordon to be. You know, we've we've had a lot of iffy transitions, little one twos, miscommunications in the box. Somebody mm -hmm. thinks it's going to be a flat pass across the six-yard box and it's a cutback or vice versa. We can't afford that against PSG. We need whatever decision you make to be the correct one because we're not necessarily going to get that many chances. So we need to make sure that we are a threat on transition, that they're being very careful. They're picking their one-twos. They're picking those those passes correctly. Um, th those are the moments. Those are the moments. Unless, obviously we get some unlikely goals from things like set pieces, um, which is very possible. Again, it's a team not used to defending against the sort of back line we've got. Uh, I mean, LaSalle's is, is privy to headers, so mm -hmm. you never know. Um, but yeah, tr transitions, pace, making sure we link up correctly. Uh, there needs to be a bit more cohesion with these counter-attacks. Um, it's not been quite clicking. Um, hopefully it does in this game. Uh, very interesting comment from Jim in the bin. Uh, <laughs> I will donate a hundred thousand pounds if you shout me out. Well, there you go, Jim in the bin. Let's see. Let's see if you back that up. Jim in the bin. Go yeah. on, lad. Go on, son. Go on, son. Uh, I'll get me Range Rover. Uh, Mark, good evening here, Paul, Billy, and Alex. Hope you're all well. Really looking forward to tomorrow. Can't wait for your commentary. How are the lads? Uh, Barry the Beast says Dan Byrne panicked me against Burnley. He's going to give me a stroke against PSG. How important is it that Dan Byrne has a good start, Billy? I mean, look, I'm fully behind him. Uh, I've scored him really well lately in, in the performances. This is a different animal, of course. Uh, it, it's not Burnley. It's not Brentford. Uh, it's not Sheffield United. This is one of the top teams in European football. Uh, it's what we've always wanted, though. It's what we've wanted to come to Newcastle, the big, big sides. How will Dan Byrne be feeling? Because we know he's prone to an error, but a, a good start is a necessity, Billy. Yeah, I think um, if anyone's going to be up for the game, it'll be Big Dan Burr, won't it? You know, mm. he'll have memories of those days many years ago. Where he'd have been a kid, obviously. I think he said he was in the crowd that night. Yeah, the Barcelona game and the Juventus, Juventus games at St James's a bit later on in in, in time, but he'll be up for it. And if he has a good start, yeah, I think it'd be great. I think mm. we need to get people to help him. I think definitely need to get players around him to help defend. So whoever's playing on the left side to midfield will have to help him. Anthony Gordon will have to track back and help him. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Which he will, to be fair. It's a potential problem. Of course it is. You know, yeah. you're playing against Usman Dembele, who's one of the quickest players in, in, in France and in, in the world of world football. But um, he's played against quick players before and, and had him in his pocket. So why not? Yeah. Uh, interesting comment there. When Dan Byrne has been called upon in big matches, he gives everything. I'm confident he'll do it tomorrow too. Uh, he's never let us down in big matches, Alex, to be honest. I, I can't think of a... You know, we were worried last season about when he played Liverpool and Salah and all of this and uh, other teams that he's he's played against. And then he, he hasn't let us down, to be fair. He was outstanding in Milan. Yeah, that's a possible. fair point. Albeit the threat was on the other side. But yeah, um, mm. he didn't play in the City game that we just won. So that's an, that's an extra thing. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because, you know, that's 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 what I do. Yes, Um right. On the flip side, you know, whenever we, whenever, especially last season, whenever we were playing against a team that had got quite a quite an adept right winger, mm -hmm. you know, we always panicked pre-game, and then it never really ended up being too much of an issue during the game. So yeah, um, I mean, it's it's more the issues are more 
with his passing and his dealing with the ball under pressure that, that is an issue for me. And then maybe being out of position as well. Um, he, he has had he has gained quite a little bit of attacking confidence so far this season mm-hmm. and does like to go on a bit of a wander. So obviously he'll be coached presumably quite heavily going into this game that we can't have a big hole left behind because Botman, although Botman's great at putting out fires, there are limits. Um, and we just need his passes to be a bit crisper, especially if he's trying to find Gordon on that left-hand side. You know, a lot of his passing is potentially going to be initiating attacks slash counter-attacks. They need mm-hmm. to be tidy. He needs to be calm under pressure. Um, you know, I'm quite happy to make it... I'm, I, I, what, what am I trying to say here? I have faith I in his not. defensive ability. His yeah. defensive ability doesn't bother me. I know he can block. I know he can clear. He'll fight for his life. He'll fight for us. I know mm-hmm. that. We love Dan Byrne for that. That's yeah. not the issue. My issue is his is his composure when he's faced, you know, there's a lot of pressure trying to get the ball out himself. That's why I need, you know, we really need him to be on point tomorrow with that. Yeah. I don't think we'll see Dan Byrne going forward a lot tomorrow, to be honest. Uh, Lisa's evening, Paul Alix and Billy come on the tune. Fantastic drone display last night. Buzzing for uh, tomorrow night. Can't wait. 2-1 win for us against PSG. Did I read somewhere today that they're doing the the the, the, the thing again tonight with the drones? Um, uh, but uh, not tomorrow night, obviously, for safety issues. So uh, I don't know. Um, getting a lot of questions if I'm going to the game. Um, I don't know yet. Um, I am in incredible pain today. Um, it, it's now in my neck. Um, I, I can only think that that's the Parkinson's symptoms kicking in on me. Um, but listen, I, I don't want to miss this game. I mean, it's an incredible historical event at St. James's Park. And, uh, you know, my ticket's paid for. I have the opportunity to be there. Uh, so let's just say early night for me tonight. And I'm going to see how I am tomorrow. Um, the commentary will go ahead either way. Billy will be there. Um, and um, so you'll still get to listen to the commentary, whichever way we go. So uh, we will see. Um, Michael says, you say Dembele against Byrne. It's more Dembele against Byrne and Gordon. Uh, AG will be all over that left-hand side. His his energy and engine, Billy, is going to be very important supporting that left-hand side tomorrow, isn't it? Absolutely. He's, he's going to have to go both ways. It's not just going to be Dembele attacking. Like Alex has said, Ashraf Hashimi, Hakimi, has got lots of attacking intent in his game too. And he's mm-hmm. very quick. So it'll be two against two. It's, it's if we can get the left centre midfield player, whoever it may be, Tanali or Anderson in that mix as well, that will really help us out. But mm. at the same time, we've got to be able to go forward. So, you know, it's, it's that balance that you're playing in a European game where you're playing, where you're basically underdogs. We will be underdogs, yeah. no doubt about it. Mm. Um, it's getting the balance right of when we go and when we don't go. But Eddie Howell will have a plan in mind and I'm, I'm confident what he can do with it. Yeah, I mean, Eddie says he takes game by game, Alex, but it's it's clear that he'll be... Uh... Well, he'll have been planning for this for, for some time. Uh, just to get a few quotes from him from today's, uh, you know, when he, he did his press conference, um, uh, he said ahead of tomorrow, Callum Wilson, we think, won't make the game tomorrow. He's going to be close, but as it stands, he won't. Uh, Joe Linton is in a similar position where he's close, so we'll make a late check on him. Uh, Sven Botman is out and won't play. Sandro Tonali is fine. Uh, then he went on to say uh, about Champions League football returning to St. James's Park. Uh, he said, I think it will be a really great moment for the club as a whole to be back in the Champions League at home. One of those magical nights in our stadium. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, at the moment, it's about focusing on the match and what we need to do to try and win. Um, I think under, the underlying message there is that, you know, the fans need to be that 12th man. I know it's a cliche, Alex, but they really do need to be the 12th man. 100%. I mean, I think that's how we win the game is the fans. I think that's the key because the the games in which the lads are fired up, they celebrate tackles with the crowd. They celebrate the press with the crowd. It's it's that connection. Um, we're going to need it. To, to win this game, that's exactly what we need. We need those lads to go out there and play like their life depends on it, um, like they're in a literal coliseum. Um, and they can do it. We've seen it. It's... It's one of the things that's got us victories, important victories in, in recent seasons. You know, the, the 2-1 at Arsenal um, that, that ended up on their documentary. Mm-hmm. The, I think the fans were a big part of that. I was there that night. It was an amazing night. Um, and there have been a few games since then as well that the, the crowd really have carried us over the line. Um, 
So everybody in that stadium tomorrow, I mean, you guys know, you all know this, but mm-hmm. same for the cup run. It's what we need. It, yeah. it is what the, it's what the players need. Uh, it's that energy. It, it, mm. it makes a difference. It makes, it's definitely makes a difference. You know, you've got young players in their twenties and if they are being jeered and hounded and whistled when they're in possession, it makes a difference. It might make them misplace a pass even by only one. If you guys in the stadium make one of their players misplace one pass because they're rattled, you've done your job. Like yeah. you've helped your team theoretically. That's the whole point. It's a hostile atmosphere. We need to make it hostile for them. We need to fire the lads up. Uh, Sophia, um, I see Chippers has been added again in the chat. Uh, he, he really is a, a desperate man. But you putting comments up like this will not help the cause. Um so, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be sitting in a fridge now or a freezer. Um, David says, uh, how hugely important will set plays and corners be tomorrow evening? The Cells loves to attack those headers and it's time to take advantage of Burns' uh, nine-foot height. Uh, Trips has found his magic touch. I mean, that's where we we can benefit. Obviously, Jamal Lascelles, Billy, we know is great going forward. Uh, he's, he's good in the opposition area. Um Look, I don't, I don't really have any fear about Lascelles playing tomorrow. I think, you know, a, a lot of people are sort of very doubtful and saying, "Oh, you know, you know, Cher's going to be alongside Lascelles. It's, uh, they'll, they'll be all over the shop." But they haven't been all over the shop when they played together, um, you know. So I, I, I'm not really worried about Lascelles playing. I think he's done well when he's come in. And look, he's, he's put, he's, he's done it against Haaland. He's done it against Alvarez, you know, uh, lately. So there's, there's no reason why. The cells can't just do his job tomorrow. I'm not asking him to do amazing things, Billy. Just do his defensive duties and get forward for set pieces. I think the higher the quality of the opposition, the less chance you've got of Jamal having lapses in concentration. I think he tends to turn on, switch on properly for 90 minutes when he's playing against the high-quality opposition. Mm-hmm. And thus, in this in this case, we have to trust him to have a good game. Um, he's not let us down in the previous games, as you've said, apart from a little over Saturday. Uh, but against Man City last week and against Man City last season and against Liverpool last season, he was fine. And I, I don't anticipate him being any problems. Um, it's 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 a shame we can't play them at full strength because if we could and did, I'd really fancy us to get a nice win. But with the, with the injuries we've got, it's going to make it a lot tougher, obviously. But Jamal Osales, I don't see as a weakness at the moment, the way he's playing. Yep. Alex, do you feel the same? Or uh, I mean, I know we've all had things to say about Lascelles in the past, but to be fair... Uh, he has come in and done a job when he's been asked lately. I am a little bit concerned, yeah. Mm-hmm. Purely, but it, it, it's personnel based. Uh, Moani and Mbappe are a slightly different proposition to the players who were starting for Man City. Um, Grealish obviously plays a little bit differently, mm. a little bit more technical, not quite as aggressive, cuts inside, lots of passes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Alvarez isn't that guy either. Whereas Moani and, and especially Moani and, and then Mbappe are absolute physical, athletic monsters, um, yeah. you know, built in a laboratory almost. They're that close to perfect in terms of athleticism. Um, so Jamal's really going to have his work out. It's it's not just, obviously he's done well. He, he came in and we beat Man City with him next to Paul Dummett. And then he put him in a very good performance next to Fabian Cher. But this is different. This is not going to be like anything he's ever done before. Um, he's played against world-class players because he's been in the Premier League for a long time. However, this is Champions League. It's not it's not a league game. Um, this is the best of the best. So, And he's, he's up against two of the most tricky opposition in world football at the moment. Obviously, Moani was at Frankfurt, who got through to a final last year. Moani was the hottest prospect that they were chasing after. Um, and now they've got, they've got Mbappe still on that left-hand side. So... You know, if Trippier gets beaten, which he he will do more than once over the course of ninety minutes. I mean, if he doesn't, well done, give the give the give the guy a medal. But he will do. The yeah. cell's going to have to cover. He's going to have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So he used to do that that lovely thing where he would just run across like a bulldozer and just absolutely take someone out. That's what we need. We need him early doors in the first ten minutes. Trippier to get to get ragged, and the cell's just absolutely. Take someone out, like like Mbappe on the run. Clean tackle, obviously. I'm not asking him to snap anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, we could just do with him maybe settling. I, I think you 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 talked about Dan Byrne having an, a good opening 10, 20 minutes of the game. I'm mm-hmm. not too bothered about that. I, I, I think that's more appropriate for Lascelles. We could do with yeah. Lascelles getting a few early touches and being nice and calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe getting a nice early t- tackle in. I think that would be more important for us. 
Yep. Um, well, anyhow, uh, on the importance of home form, he said uh, it's going to be crucial for us. The away games in this competition are very difficult, uh, and we exper- we experienced that in Milan. Uh, I know we didn't hit the heights of our best performance, but I think our success in the competition will be based off what we do at home, where we have the backing of our supporters. Uh, and on the back of that, Billy, Mark goes on to say that um, I hope we don't let the occasion get the better of us. Uh, and we forget to play our football, but I don't think the crowd will let that happen. That is going to be the big thing, Billy. We have to use the the passion of the crowd. Sorry, the lads have to use the passion of the crowd in the right way, not let the occasion overawe them. Uh, use that to their advantage and, and use it for a positive. Well, generally, when the crowd's been at it, you know, at their most vociferous against opposition, the players have, have been with them. You know, I think of the Arsenal game season before last, I think, of the Southampton game in the semi-final. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've got no doubts that the players will respond to the crowd in a positive manner. And I think it will boost them. I really do. I think it's yeah, it's one of the biggest pluses points we've got in, in this whole game, I think. Yeah. Uh, the fact yeah. that 49,000 Newcastle United supporters going at it for 90 minutes, uh, cheering, shouting, booing the opposition, making it as hostile as possible. I think I think Sato mentioned it earlier. I think it's one of the biggest pluses we've got, and we've got to take advantage of that. The home games, I think, in this in this group to to go through, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jano says uh, I don't understand the drone not being allowed on game night. I know we have big home crowds, uh, but are the numbers even close to numbers attending New Year's even places like London? Uh, well, it, it could be any particular reason. Jano probably policing as well and, and things like that. It it you know, look, I, am I bothered about a drone show tomorrow at the match? No. I don't think any fan will be. Leading up to the game, yes, it brings that excitement. Having it on last night and possibly tonight, leading up to the game, that's, that brings the excitement and the and the, and everybody looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, I don't think any fans are going to be bothered about a drone show tomorrow night. War Flags have got something brilliant planned. The atmosphere in that ground is going to be simply incredible. Uh, and uh, like we say, we, we, the players have to bounce off that. Uh, Charlie Hotspur, welcome to Members Club. Thank you very much for signing up and uh, uh, your support. We do have a lot of prizes coming up again. We've got some great fo- um, framed photos again to, to give away. Thank you to Spike Milligan again for providing those prizes. Uh, absolute legend and a real uh, asset to our uh, subscriber base is, uh, is Spike. You guys do some fantastic stuff for this channel. Uh, so thank you to Spike for that. And we've got a £10 super chat from Chris Lynch, who says, if Longstaff carries on form where he left off Saturday, then PSG will be shell-shocked. Hope you feel better tomorrow and get to the game up the tune. Thank you, Chris. Much appreciated. Um, midfield, Alex, is going to be very interesting tomorrow. Uh, you know, who does he go with? Who does he not go with? Um, I think, you know, we'll we'll be asking that question, obviously, all the way up to an hour before kickoff. But for Paris Saint-Germain, uh, let's take a look at uh, the graphic here and uh, take us away with Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. So this is the predicted lineup from several sources, FOTMOB, SofaScore, you name it, all of them. This is this is generically what they think they're going to go with. Uh, Ugarte coming back into the midfield, which is terrifying. Uh, Skriniar with Marquinhos is back. Uh, Hernandez and Hakimi on the right-hand side. Uh, and then obviously their their typical front three with um, Zaria Emery and um, Vitinha in the midfield as well. A uh, little bit scary. Uh, two, seconds, Yogi, uh, two seconds, Alex. Yogi, thank you for gifting a membership again. Uh, that is absolutely a lovely thing to do. And I Like Coffee has gained that membership. So thank you very much uh, to Yogi for that. Sorry, Alex. It's all right. So... Um... I'm going to point point places out now. I think where maybe we could we could hurt them potentially. Youngster in midfield, Skriniar's pace on the counter attack. Games recently where they struggled, where um, what's his name, Danilo was in mid, uh, was a centre back partner with him as well, and they struggled on the counter attack where Hakimi was caught upfield. Um, mm-hmm. This was this was Danilo was was slow recovering. Skriniar was faffing about, and there was space. They can be hurt in transition. There's definitely something there. However, Hakimi is an absolute freak. I know you talked about Dembele, but I feel like the emphasis is is on Hakimi offensively. He's been contributing offensively quite a lot recently. Um, and just just to illustrate that point, I've got his statistics here just to show you how terrifying Hakimi is at the moment. Two goals and an assist already with a goal in the Champions League. Uh, and this is how he profiles as a fullback. Um, <laughs> so he's 
he's not bad, as you as you can see. Um, so Akimi is one that we've really, really, really got to be careful with him, especially when he starts floating. When he when he just basically joins the front three, and you get kind of that, and then Vitinha joining and Agate waiting. That's terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. Um, it's something we are going to have to deal with. So here's the preview on FotMob. This is what FotMob think we're both going to go with. They think it's going to be Tonali over Anderson. Of course, their lineup is the same as what I've what I've put down there. Um, one thing to note about PSG, Donnarumma, not the best with his feet. They're not the, they don't enjoy being pressed particularly much. They're not amazing well, at dealing They're not with used that. to it other Alex. I mean, they normally have it very much their own way in the in, in league. Oh. Exactly. Um, Ugarte is very good at it. Ugarte doesn't care. He's one of the best sixes in the world. He's one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. And I'll show you Ugarte's data in a minute. However, Donnarumma, Skriniar, quite old. Well, not quite. I guess he's not too old. He's not the fastest centre-half. It's exploitable. We know that, we know that um, obviously, Isak, when he's on point, uh, along with Gordon and Miggy, are some of the most ferocious pressers in the Premier League, if not in European football. We know their pressing is very, very good. Um, so we, we just we need it. We absolutely need it. If we can force them into an error that gets us a goal, absolutely superb. And it, it's definitely possible. Uh, so recent games, we've got Nice beat them 3-2 recently, which is an interesting game. Uh, so 15th of September, very, very recently. So it was this guy, Moffy up front that did the damage. Mostly on track. There was one goal that was kind of a scramble where PSG weren't paying attention. So yeah, Pereira is the guy. Uh, I think is it Danilo Pereira? I can't remember yeah, his name. Danilo, yeah. Um so yeah, he, he was playing in this position, didn't have a very good game. Moffy took him to the cleaners. He found himself in acres of space for one of the goals, and then in transition as well. Hakimi gets caught high up. Uh Skriniar is just, you know, his, his laces are almost tied together. Um, and they get goals through that. But as you can see, a slightly different setup. Marquinhos is probably going to be in for the game tomorrow, not him. They're not going to have Soler in midfield. They'll have Ugarte. So it's going to be an upgrade. Uh, and Moani is happy to work hard for the team as well. Um, so, yeah, in this... Where's the Nice game gone? Uh, I'm on the Nice game. So if we scroll down here, uh, the PSG still dominated that game. Uh, although the XG, that game ideally should have been 1-1 and ended up being 3-2 to Nice. So it was a lot of quality in the strikes. Nice had a chance to score a fourth late on as well, which was again from another transition. So you can hurt them. You really, really can hurt them. You can see three big chances missed there for Nice, despite winning the game 3-2. So they really could have extended that, to be fair. Um, so a different game to, to highlight is the Dortmund game. So this is their first Champions League game in our group. We're going to have to play Dortmund as well. So this is quite relevant. Dortmund understood the task uh, and didn't execute it very well at all. They went, right, we're going to soak up pressure and we're going to try and have a few speedsters, try and maybe Brandt creating stuff and Adiyemi's very fast. Mm. It didn't work. They soaked up a lot of pressure. Uh, Hakimi put in one of, the, one of the performances of the season for them so far. Mbappe was elite in this game. They just couldn't handle it. They absolutely mm. couldn't handle it. Um, and they... You know, they went with a, a strategy, didn't work. They lost the game. Uh, and Dortmund are, are very good, as we know. Um, so they had, so this was the same game. Clermont foot this game against one of the worst teams in League 1. Uh, Nil-nil draw. This was only the other day. Um, so they basically threw a lot of people behind the ball. Stayed very compact, cleared everything. PSG couldn't score. Uh, they, they probably should have done. However, you, you can see what Claremont Foot have done in this little graphic. They've got their three centre-halves that never moved and they just packed everybody else in the midfield mm. uh, and then and then left a, a free. I mean, poor number 23. I, I bet he probably had the least service in history. Mr. Shamar Nicholson. Um, Shamar Nicholson. However, <laughs> that's his name. That's his name. Uh, so... If you really want to see the data for PSG, this is their general FOTMOB data for the season. It is worth highlighting their average possession, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Almost 72% possession, their average. You kind game. of expect that in Liga, though, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's enormous. That's, that's, that's just freaky. Hmm. I mean, the thing is, right, you look at Paris Saint-Germain, Billy, and then... Sometimes I think when they go into league uh, games, right, they, they they're not at their top of their like motivation, shall we say? That you know they think they can just turn up and beat everybody, um, and sometimes they slip up. However, when they go into the Champions League, 
they know they're going to be playing opposition better if, oh, sorry, as good, if not better than them. So they need to turn up and, and they seem to do that in the in Champions League. So in the past, I know they haven't won it, but, you know, they, they do seem to step it up. And, and I just wonder if the the mental, it's a, it's a mental thing with the players in Liga. They don't always step up in Champions League, to be fair. Well, you know, uh, yeah. That, that they have got an amazing array of quality in that side, but to me, they don't really perform to that level in mm-hmm. Champions League football. They, to me, they should have won it by now with the amount of great, fantastic players. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, they should. And they have. haven't really come close to it, have they? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I think mentally, I think I think they can, they're gettable that, and I think the press and the counter attack will be key to us. I think we are going to spend most of the game on the back foot, but it's how we get forward quickly. I think we can do it. We've got, we've got speeds in the side. It's getting the support to them, which is my kind of bugbear. I don't know how they're going to do it, but you know, it won't be down to lack of effort, that's for certain. Well, the, uh, this is the guy we've got to try and bypass. Yeah. Specifically him. To. Yeah. This is the one that we wanted in defensive midfield. We were linked with him. Um, mm-hmm. and if we scroll down. Right. So he does three things, as you can see by this graphic. He's one of the best passers of the ball in that position. His tackles is nearly five per game. It's it's insane. And his successful take-ons. So he is tasked with that and he does it at the highest, highest level. Mm-hmm. It's trying to get the ball away from this boy. It's very, very difficult. He is going to be the guy that stands there and tries to mop up everything. He is yep. their version of Bruno. He's Uruguayan. He's he's traditionally Uruguayan. He's quite he's made of stern stuff and he's very good at winning the ball back. Very, mm-hmm. very good at winning the ball back. He's going to be their Hoover. Um and just because I have not got to do it yet, so one more, one more. We've never done, we've never done this before. Here he is. Oh we've never, no! We've never looked at the look at uh-huh. him. Like, oh, that's that's stupid. The amount he's won already. He's a child, and he's still he's what six league guns. But he's not a child anymore. He's twenty four. I mean, I know, but he's nearly twenty five still. But he's still just just shy of twenty five. Been, been around just, forever, hasn't he? Seems he's like a, he has, yeah. Peace, yeah. Do you want, do you yeah. want to see the green? Do we have yeah, to? Still like a Celtic strip, isn't it? <laughs> There's the green. That's Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! Honestly, there's, there's no, there's no defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's brilliant, Billy. Oh god. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Uh, but, but it, I think it does it... beg the question: if Mbappe goes walkabouts, if he gets lost in midfield, you know, mm. there's there's a bit of there's a bit of space to be exploited here. So, Miggy. If if Miggy decides that tomorrow is his day, or Murphy, there's a route to goal. Or Murphy, there is a route to goal there, especially for an inverted winger. Mm-hmm. I, I I could see this being a being a game where Miggy could have a couple of nice pot shots if he, if he can get round the midfielder and Mbappe gets caught up there. If he can if he can get the beating of this fullback a couple of times, it's there for him. If he hits it sweet and true. Yep. It's there for it's there for Miggy, in my opinion. It really is. Indeed. By the way, uh, David says uh, Shamar Nicholson has scored eleven goals for Jamaica and very highly regarded in the Jamaican Observer. Alex, you should know that. Uh, being a, a keen Jamaican Observer reader, um, Gary says PSG won't know what has hit them with our pressing and speed of attack. Man City couldn't handle us that second half. Bring it on. Um, Terry says, Alex, uh, can you have another look at the clean sheets for PSG, please? Who is second and third in that list? Great show as usual, lads. Uh, Brest is third. And th- my, my uh, sorry, second. Third Billy's favourite French team there. <laughs> third is Lille. Who so, the, I'm not saying it. No, no, let's not go there. Uh, G, Typhoon, as we know him, uh, he's uh, celebrating 16 months as a member on the channel. Thank you, G. Uh, he says... Uh, Aria Vidigar, Griezmann told Mbappe, oh yes, when he signed uh, him for Newcastle in football manager, he asked who? Newcastle. Not very warm there. Tomorrow he'll know about Newcastle. Well, I'm sure he'll get a... a I mean, look, at the end of the day, Billy, I mean, this is what we wanted when we when we qualified for the Champions League. It's about these world-class players uh, coming to St. James's Park. And for one, I'm excited to see Mbappe. I know that might sound a bit a bit wrong but you know what I mean by that I hope he doesn't destroy us but when you get the the, the chance to see players of his ilk it's it, it really is what the Champions League's all about absolutely and the chance to kind of nullify him must be a massive kind of impetus and kind of boost for Kieran Trippett to get in the game and I think he's capable of doing it too which is all mm-hmm. the more exciting 
You know, if we can get see him on the pitch, do a few tricks, but ultimately do nothing in the game and not create anything, that's a win win, in my opinion. I think it's fantastic. Mm. He is the best player in the world. I don't think there's anyone better at this moment in time. And he's only 24 and he's got a lot of life in those legs. So, you know, this is yeah. the ilk of play we want to be seeing in James Park. And I think we will keep seeing these, these kind of players eventually, maybe yeah. playing in the black and white stripes. Get in, yes, Billy, that's right. Uh, and also, uh, Julie makes a point. It was nice of um, Mbappe to, to spend a bit of time signing some autographs for for people today. Um, took time out. So, it, you know, it, it's not all... It, it's nice to see him do that and not give the impression that he's uh, sort of above everything. You know what I mean? He's, uh, it, it's, it's really nice, actually. Um, uh, Julie says, I'm very excited to see him, Papi. Also, even more excited to see him go up against the mighty Dan Byrne. Well, it's, it'd be on the other side. Um, I mean, Alex, is there, is there a chance that maybe during the game that um, Dembele and, and, and Papi swap over? It's not something I see, really. It's not something I've seen in the is, last Is it not I've something watched. you see um, happening, or is it not something you desperately don't want to see in your own heart? <laughs> I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they need to. I think they've got a very, they've got a very direct system. You know, this is Luis Enrique. Enrique's, Enrique's got a very, you know, he, he's had to, he's had to take it on the chin somewhat with all these egos and superstars in, in the squad of, of, of late. You know, obviously Messi and Neymar have gone, um, and he's finally got a little bit more of a system. They brought in Ugarte. They've got Gonzalo Ramos, who will possibly. I don't think he'll start. I think he'll probably be on the bench and it'll be Moani that starts. But, you mm. know, far more just players that are going to play for the system and, and work hard. Um, it's just far more balanced. So, no, I, I feel like he goes for system more than anything. Um, Mbappe Mbappe will just go on his favoured side and just attack it. I think he'll run centrally where necessary. Uh, we we especially cannot get caught in transition. We cannot have Bruno losing the ball in midfield and having Lascelles backpedalling against Mbappe. Like, I do not want to see that happening at all. Um, well, nobody I mean, does. I mean Mbappe, yeah, Enrique may turn around and say that Mbappe just have a free roll. You know, just just do your stuff. Um, I don't think he can. I don't think he can do that with, with Trippier as being as kind of dangerous going forward as what Hakimi is. I yeah. don't think he can. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I like Coffee says, do you think instead of Bernie, he might play Livermento at left-back? No. No. I can't see that happening. and I, I get why you're saying that, but I, I, I don't think you'd throw a Livermento into a cauldron like that tomorrow after only playing a, a couple of games. If this game was in two or three months, it may be, but not now. Mm-hmm. There's not been enough game time for Livermento or experimentation. So, no. Yeah. Um, Sophia's asking where Paul Gallant's gone. He used to be in the chat all the time. Well, he plays a guitar now and draws things and sells them for 10 grand on the internet apparently so um don't know um look alex have, have you got your predicted newcastle lineup there or, or, or as a graphic or have you not done one uh i mean it was identical to the predicted one interesting so, I can I can bring it back up in a minute. Let me just change it around while you. Billy, I mean, what do you think will be going through Eddie Howe's mind for midfield? Because Elliot Anderson has done nothing wrong, um, absolutely nothing wrong, and and was was excellent at the weekend. Is there a chance that he leaves Tenali out and puts Anderson in? Yes, there is. There's a big chance, but I just don't see it. I think experience of Tenali will be key in this game. Mm-hmm. I personally, it's a 50-50 choice in my opinion. I don't think you lose anything with either of them in there. I think yeah. Adam Anderson provides more with the ball at his feet, but I think tonight he's got the passing ability. Mm. Um, it's a I'm good not thing. Sure. Yeah. I'm really not sure. I, I, yeah. I, I potentially think it'll be Tonali. It's interesting you mentioned experience there about Tonali. I mean, he, look, he's played for Milan. He's played in some very, very big games. Mm. And, and that's the kind of experience that we, we, we probably need, Billy. Yes, I think so. I think it's... Uh, a game for as many experienced players as possible on, on the pitch. Mm. Um, there's two, to me, there's two positions where you can kind of pick two players. One's on the right wing, one's in, in the left centre midfield. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So is, is, is well, yeah, who plays tomorrow? Almiron or Murphy? I think that is a very big question. Almiron's certainly done nothing wrong with his goal. He played very well at the weekend as well. Um <sighs> But you mentioned Billy about his, you know, Murphy and his his defensive uh, capabilities. But Almiron's done well defensively. Wise, he, he does come back and help Trippier. So, 
where do we go with that too? I think if he's picking Murphy to play hard defend against Rafael Leao, he's certainly picking him to play against Kylian Mbappe, personally. Mm. Alex, what do you reckon? Because, I mean, Murphy's got more physicality, I think, than Miggy, hasn't he? So that, that would probably reign true. I think I think both have done quite well recently. You know, Mur- Murphy... Murphy had a better second half the other day, but obviously Miggy scored and has been putting in a, a big shift energetically. And with, I mean, it's a tough call. I I would say the Miggy versus Murphy is possibly tougher to call than Anderson versus Tenali in midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I I do think it's it's just based on who's been picked, and I think it's more likely to be Miggy. Um, I feel like Miggy's more likely to score and get something for us in this game based on the personnel of PSG. I think. I just think the left foot and the energy and, and how, how far they're going to be caught up the pitch, transitions. Um, although, again, Mur- Murphy Mur- Murphy is quick and he's good at a breakaway, but he never scores when he's got time on a breakaway. So, um, <laughs> either scores absolute thunderbolts or, or tap-ins. But then when he actually gets a good chance that he's created on a counter-attack, he always misses it. Yeah. Um, uh, and John, yeah for, the, John... for the people saying there's 13 people on the pitch, yeah, I, I'm just putting yeah. the options up. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I mean. I think some people are saying that uh, it's a great formation and gives us a better chance of winning the game if we've got 13 on the pitch. Um, <laughs> we, we may need that at some point. But, um, I mean, look, Bruno's got experience as well of playing PSG on a regular basis, of course, in France when he played mm-hmm. at Lyon. Um, so that will obviously come in handy. He's got to be pivotal tomorrow, though, Billy, hasn't he? he he's got to be at his peak game. And he comes into it on a fantastic run of form, doesn't he? Let's mm-hmm. be honest, he's been superb the past month. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll revel in this situation. I really do. And he's, as you say, he's played PSG on numerous occasions when he was at Lyon. Um, he'll know the style of football they play. He'll know where to be, I guess. Uh, and he want to get himself stamped on the game. And I think middle of the park is the one position on the pitch where we can kind of get a little bit of territory with it. Mm-hmm. Especially if Tonali can track back and help his defence. And, and, and be good with the ball at his feet, as he wasn't in the first half against Man City last week, but wasn't the second half. Second half performance for Tonali against Man City tomorrow will be great for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, the position on the pitch. I'm hoping we can gain, gain some kind of upper hand in. And uh, if we can get yeah. that, then it sets our forward line free, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if, if Tonali does play, uh, he's got to be very disciplined, hasn't he? Because we've seen a few times this season that he's kind of... And I know he's listen. He's still getting used to the the Premier League and the, his new teammates, etc. Um, but he has to be better defensively because we know he's he's made some. Well, he has made errors that, that have led to goals, and he's he's. But he'll be aware of that. And I'm sure Eddie's been working with him, and he just continued to work hard in training. Tonali is a is a brilliant footballer. We know he is, and he will come I th- good. I think this style of play that we're playing against Small will suits Tonali more than Premier League football does at the minute. Yeah, I think it's going to be a slow, slower for him in the middle of the. Park. That's why I think he'll I start. Think yeah, I think he'll get time on the ball tomorrow. Yeah, Alex, what do you reckon? Um, Unless, of course, Ugarte decides to go and plonk himself on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's going to be plonked on Isak. To be perfectly honest, yeah, possibly. Um, I, I, I do see Tanar. I, I agree with the first bit that Billy said. I think this might suit Tanari a bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's going to get as much time on the ball, though. Um, I, I mean, it completely depends. I, I do think we've got a better midfield. I really do. As long as they're all confident and, yeah. and it's not, you know, pinging off and passes are actually hitting. Yeah. And I feel like we can. And, and that's outrageous for me to say, like, a long, uh, a long staff. A squad with a uh, starting 11 with long staff in it would have a better midfield than PSG. But I feel like energy, confidence, technical ability... I feel like it's going to be close. Um, I feel like the one area we may struggle in is getting it out from the centre halves. A lot, of, a lot of what we're really good at with the long balls and distribution, and, and you know, starting transitions with with good long balls from Fabian Cher and what was Botman. And I feel like that's going to be nullified somewhat. I feel like Trippy is not going to get as much time to do trippier things because of Mbappe, um, Cher, and and. Um, Lascelles not not necessarily going to be able to do that as much. I feel like that might be something we lose a little bit of, which is mm. a shame because it's a really good element of our game. Yeah. Um, but I, I think something that we've not really mentioned as much, but I think we need to is set pieces. Mm-hmm. Set pieces that you know 
we're a different beast with set pieces. We need to start doing better with them. We've got a lot of height. We've been scoring a lot, a lot more this season from set pieces. We've got centre halves. We've got Dan Byrne as well on the score sheet with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's t- it's time. It's time to get some Champions League set piece goals. You know, we've not scored yet. It was it was nil nil against Milan. Um, whatever happens, it'd be nice for us to score. So set piece goal would be great. Um, Predator's just got in touch saying, hey, Paul, just popping in. Uh, I've got to go at the RVI on Thursday to have a minor surgery. They're going to put a camera up through my groin to inspect the aneurysm uh, as it's not in a place they've seen before. Uh, listen, mate, you know we're here for you. You know we're rooting for you, Pred. So uh, you just stay strong, my man, and keep us informed as to how it goes. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll find something they can do for you uh, and eventually get it sorted. So uh, all our thoughts and prayers are with you, Pred. So um, fingers crossed, matey. Let us know how you get on. Um, but we'll be rooting for you. Uh, I like coffee, says the referee is uh, East Van Kovacs, who has refereed in a European and World Cup finals. So very experienced referee. Um, it'd be nice to see a decent referee at the uh, at St. James's Park for once, to be honest, uh, after what we've seen this season. Uh, but before we go into our team uh, predictions and our uh, score we'll predictions... We'll still slag him off no matter what. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 100% we will. Uh, he'll do something that pays us off. You know, that's a, that's a given. Um, please do uh, give the uh, show a like. Um, we need as many likes as we can, of course. Listen, if you're happy to type in the comments, it takes two seconds just to press a button and hit the like button. So come on, guys. Uh, let's get those uh, thumbs up button pressed and uh, get our likes up. And also, if you're new to the channel and you like what you see, lots to come on this channel, uh, including commentary of the game tomorrow night. Uh, so please do subscribe. It is free to do so. And of course, hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we schedule our live shows or we upload any videos. Uh, the link to the Football Content Awards is still pinned at the very top of the description. Click on the link. It'll take you to the voting page. Scroll down to Best Podcast. Click on the uh, Premier League drop-down box and you'll see the tune review. So keep voting for us, guys. We are really, really, really wanting to do something this year. And of course... Uh, we do have our website open again, which uh, now has the merchandise on, uh, mugs, uh, novelty items for car stickers and key rings and things like that, uh, as well as uh, T-shirts and hoodies. And, of course, uh, we now have this, which is the Tune Review Frosted Glass Tankard. Uh, you can get your very own to have your favorite beer in or whatever beverage you may uh, may enjoy. So they, that is now on the website as well. So get your orders in for those guys. Um, right. Uh, we've had a super chat come in, and that is from uh, Dylan. And uh, it's four ninety nine. Thank you very much, Dylan. He says, worried about Lascelles tomorrow. He's been good recently and hasn't put a foot wrong. Uh, but PSG uh, is a very big test for him. But I have faith. How are the lads? Uh, one man that's going to have to be on peak game tomorrow, Billy, and, and that's Fabian Cher. He's going to have to... I know Lascelles is the captain. Um, but you know, experience-wise, Fabian's been there, done it. He's he's at international level as well. Uh, he has got to be on his game tomorrow. Yeah, it's again. It's it's all about concentration. Where Fabian shares concerned, if he can keep his thinking head on for ninety minutes, then it'll be, it'll be fine. Um, sometimes he goes to sleep, but I mm. don't anticipate him doing that tomorrow. Um, it's such a big game. You know, he's going to be awake for the full ninety. He's going to be alive for the full ninety. And again, he may be one of our plus points and set pieces, mightn't he? Because again, mm-hmm. corners could be could be crucial to us. They could be, you know, some of our kind of lonely routes of, of scoring at times. So, yeah, I think he's going to be a crucial player tomorrow with his passing, with his defending, with his experience. Um, I'm not anticipating him having a poor game at all. I think he'll be fantastic tomorrow. I think he'll yeah. lead by example as he always does. Uh, Alex, what do you reckon? I think. The big focus is going to be on somebody that we've not really talked about yet, and that is Alexander Isak, the mm-hmm. big money signing, the big boy striker. Yep. This is your time to shine, lad. This is a Champions League game. This is it. This is why we bought you. Um, yeah. For, for moments like this, ultimately, you were meant to be the step up from Callum Wilson long term, the superstar with all mm-hmm. the potential who played, you know, at Dortmund and played in Spain. This is it. We've we've seen him carry games for us single-handedly with technical ability and class and and just just absolutely magical skill. Um, he obviously his game against Liverpool early doors was magnificent. 
We need a we need a one of we need another one of those games from him tomorrow. Yeah. We 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 need one of those games where in six months we go. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember that game that uh, against PSG with Isak? We basically oh need an Aspria performance from Isak. We we need Isak Isak to step up because he's mm. been he's been contributing and he's been good. He's been putting a lot of hard work in the press. The final product's not quite been there because he's been working so hard off the ball. Like we get that, we can see that. We can see he's working his socks off. Yeah. His penalty was good. We need we need the proper Isak. We need some of the old school stuff that we know. We need his. What, what he practiced as a kid, as a teenager, what mm. is natural for him, we need that to come out against PSG tomorrow. We, we, need, we need a combination of the hard work and tactics, but we also need a bit of his sort of his own football because it's magnificent when he wants it. Um, yeah. And this could be a night for him if he, if he switched on. So I feel like it's a big night for Isak if he can make it work. Mm. It's a huge night for everyone. Um Right, uh, let's uh, do the team predictions, shall we? Uh, Billy, what is your predicted lineup for tomorrow? Um, Pope and Gold, Trippier, Lasalle's share, Byrne, Bruno, Longstaff, Tonali, uh, Gordon, Isaac, and Murphy. Uh, interesting, interesting. Alex? I'm going with exactly the same team, except I would prefer to see Miggy specifically. Um, just because I think he could he could do more damage against this team, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I'm going for the same team as well. I, mm, it, Anderson and Tonali is a difficult one, um, but I think he'll go with Tonali for the reasons that we spoke about. Um, I've just realised that Billy's Adidas logo is see through. Um, <laughs> I just noticed that. It's the way wearing Adidas underpants, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, look, I think you'll go with. I, I do think you'll actually go with Tonali because of, you know, because of his experience. Um, and I, I, I tend to agree with Alex going with Miggy. Um, I think Miggy will be on bags of confidence from scoring that cracker at the weekend, uh, and he does come back and help out defensively as well, which he's going to have to do uh, with uh, a certain Mister Mbappe there. So, uh, yeah. Um, Alan I, think, I think Miggy gives us added impetus from the bench tomorrow. Um, 60 minutes up okay. to shoot. Yeah. Could be just the spur we need from an attacking point of view. In all honesty, I, I'm not too fussed which way round they start. I, mm. I just think it's one of those. It's a good opportunity to say as a manager, go and run. Go and run 100 minutes of football in 55 and I'll sub you. Go and run more than you've ever run in your life and I'll, I won't make you play 90 minutes. I promise I'll sub you off. And then yep. swap for Murphy or Megan, whichever whoever starts, because you can give him a break then, um, and true. maybe 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 tell that to Gordon and then just don't sub him off because he's it's fine, he's young, <laughs> he'll deal with it. Um, right. I'm actually I'm actually one of the things that I am looking forward to, and and uh, Chi uh, alludes to it in the chat as well. Anthony Gordon going against Hakimi is going to be brilliant. You know, we talk about Hakimi going forward, but what about Gordon going against Hakimi? It's going to be a tremendous battle, that it's is. definitely a test for Hakimi as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, right, I, I did see a... Oh, yes. Uh, Alan St. Maximan is with us again tonight, guys, uh, from Saudi Arabia. Uh, best of luck for the PSG game. Newcastle, go smash them. Uh, how are the lads? Um, very well said, uh, uh, Mr. Maxi. Uh, right, it is score predictions. So let's fill the chat with your score predictions, guys, and let's see what you're thinking. Uh, what you're thinking, uh, Alex? We'll start with you. Uh, what scoreline are you going for tomorrow? I just found something. Oh, I've been waiting for weeks for this. Everybody knows this. I'll, 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 I'll do it after the predictions. I, I have to show. Is you it a photo of Valentin Maximin in his underwear? Or no, it's it's even it's no? even better than that. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with one nil, clean sheet. One nil. Goal for uh, the set piece from Jamal Sells. Wow. Hold on a minute. Uh, did I just see that right there, Julie? I think you've had a Castoria, and I've lost you. Uh, I'm sure. You just, just had Giroud a first card, yeah. Giroud first card. You've had a stinker there. Um, he plays for AC I mean, Milan. He's French. Well, but... he is French, but he he, he plays for uh, AC Milan. Um, interesting. Simon's going 3 2 to the tune. 2 0 says Simon Rudd. 3 2 Stiff Gators. 2 1 Mary. 
2-1 Ian. Uh, Sergio to go on 3-1. Um, 8-0, Dan Byrne with all eight, says Dylan. That would be a, a, a historical event. Niall says 1-0. Uh, Tony's going 1-1. Indy go figure 2-1. 2-1 the tune to Geordie Boy. Yano's going 4-0. Uh, Irish Tune says I'm being optimistic with a 1-1. Ancients of Moo Moo says 2-1. Portal Mags, 2-1. Uh, Kayak Fisherman says 2-1 as well. Um, Baz down under, 3-1. Uh, Isak penalty 1-0 says Kev 2-0 says Tide so there is a lot of fans very confident 2-1 says Barbara 5-2 uh, to the tune says Ian Skinner um, Brian Scott <laughs> says we'll lose 3-1 uh, he says I'm sorry I hope not uh, Scott says 5-4 the tune Ian A 2-1 to the tune um, Julie's admitting she's had a Castoria uh, or a Castor uh, but I don't really give a shit anymore what they're called because they're going um uh, Siderita says all 8-0 with all different scorers again. 2-0 uh, to Eddie's Mag says Limmy. I like coffee 3-2. Matty Davies 1-0 smash and grab. Uh, Alex, what, what gives you the sense that we'll get a clean sheet tomorrow? Um, I don't know if sense has got anything to do with it, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope. Hope, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just sheer hope. I just feel like when we have... When we have those games, we've done this for years. It's not just it's not just in this situation. We did it under Rafa as well. At home, when we're making clearances and blocks, we you know we love it. This is this is one of the reasons why I'm so proud to support this team and be be somewhat associated with it. I, yeah. I'm I'm privileged because I just love it. I love I love the fact that we are one of those only teams that celebrate a press a tackle. Not even a goal line clearance, something that leads up to a goal line clearance. It's just, yeah. there's always been something special about the club. And it's, I just feel like it could be one of those games, I hope, where, you know, we're celebrating everything, where we're celebrating clearances and blocks and we're just together and it starts to build and there's that positivity. You know, we, we cannot have PSG having four or five minutes of possession and putting pressure on us. We need the crowd to get behind us. We need you know, aggressive tackles, winning the ball back, cheers, jeers. We need PSG to be frightened. We need a hot, hostile atmosphere. We need to be the lads to put their body on the line defensively. It's it's going to be necessary. And I, I fully believe the lads are ready to do that. Um, I'm going for the 1-0. I'm going for the clean sheet. I think they'll be well up for it. Yeah, we need to get Mr. Reactions in the dressing room before the game, don't we, just to give his pep talk? No, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Billy, what are you going for? Well, aggressive press, aggressive from the off, really. I want to see mm -hmm. full 100% aggression to scare the living daylights out of these Frenchies. Um, and if we do that, and if we go at them hammer and tongs from the first minute to the 90th, no letting off the pedal, no foot off the throat, let's go for it. Let's say them black and white striped shirts going forward with gay abandon. Um, I'd see us winning the game 3-1. Hey, you, you, the motivational speeches from you guys have been sensational tonight. I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, who's going to get the goals, Billy Bob? Right, I think Isaac's going to shine. I think this is this is the time where he announced himself to world football that he is one of the new elite. Uh, I think he'll get two, and I think we'll see a goal from Anthony Gordon on that right hand side too, left hand side cutting in. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going two one. Um, I, I think I've got to be positive. I think we've been playing well enough to be positive. Uh, and and PSG haven't been playing too well of late. Uh, you know, Claire foot was a, a very big surprise at a nil-nil draw. Of course, they lost to Nice as well. So, I, I, you know, there's no reason why we can't be confident that we can get three points because people forget, you know, they talk about the quality that Paris Saint-Germain have. We have quality players for Newcastle United as well who, at their best, can beat a lot of teams. So, I am really up for it. Um, yeah, I'm just hope that the lads just go out, respond the right way to the atmosphere, don't get overawed by it, and just perform to their very best. And look, whatever the result, if Newcastle go out and give 110% tomorrow, and whatever the result, you know, fair enough, we can we can hold our heads up high and say, well, we give it a, a, our very best shot. And that's all they can give tomorrow night is just 100% on the pitch. And if they do that, we will see where we end up. Uh, but there you go, guys. That is the preview. Yes, Alex? I have something. I have something oh, to show everybody. Okay, it's something I've been again. Take it with a pinch of salt, but it's it's data I've been waiting to drop for months and months and months and months. And finally, we have enough data for Elliot Anderson to get some FB ref entries. 
Um, mm. it's, it's, it's only a few hundred minutes. So please take it with a massive, massive pinch of salt. However, it's, it's, um, I don't mind it. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good that. It's, it's about 600 minutes. So take it with a pinch of salt. However, at the moment, four shot creating actions per 90 is pretty, pretty decent. Shot, shot volume's decent. Um, his progression, ball progression, whether it's passing or carries, is tidy. Successful take ons, 97 percentile there. Mm. Box and aerials, his defensive contributions look really, really tidy. Yeah. Um, Small sample size, but we've waited for ages to have a look at, you know, Elliot Anderson. We, we, we did stuff on him when he was out on loan ages ago. So it's lovely being able to see him with a bit of data in the top leagues. Um, and then just for a bit of fun, it's only 600 minutes. Oh, it's nearly 700 to be fair. Similar stats. <laughs> players, who, players who profile similarly. You've got Bellingham in there, wow. Willock, Harvey Elliott. You've got Conor Gallagher, Rabiot. So those water carrier, hardworking players with a bit of technical uh, By the way, Lovro well. Meyer is uh, no, uh, no slouch either for Wolfsburg. He is a fabulous mm. player. Um, so, so, yeah. I felt I felt like uh, we've been waiting months for Ellie Anderson to get some yep. data, and I just I just had to share it as soon as it's dropped. So Absolutely, it's very good. Well, there you go, a little bonus at the end of the show, there, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Please keep voting for us in the football content awards. Get yourself on the website. Get your tune review merch or merch, as some people like to say, and uh, get a good night's sleep, guys, because tomorrow is going to be an incredible day. I am praying that I am okay to go to the game. Uh, if not, I'll be doing the commentary with Billy. But the show starts tomorrow night at 7.30. Half an hour build-up to the game with an 8 o'clock kickoff at St. James's Park. Uh, listen, if you're watching it on the telly, knock the commentary off. Listen to the commentary on here. Uh, enjoy it with the tune review. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be at the game. I'm praying I'm well enough to go. Um, I still want to be there. But if not, then I can still watch it and sell it and, and just enjoy the game with you guys. It's going to be a cracker. The atmosphere is going to be amazing. Uh, everybody is going to be so up for it from the second they get out of their beds tomorrow. It is the Champions League at Newcastle United. It is Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, one of the world's best players is going to be playing at St. James's Park tomorrow night. It's an incredible, incredible thing to say. But it's fair to say that the fans will be up for it and we want to see the players go for it from the word off. But thank you very much for watching. Please do hit the like button before you go. Subscribe if you're new to the channel. Uh, and thank you to the mods. Brilliant job again. Thank you to Billy and Alex. But mainly thank you to you guys. Thank you for your memberships, your super chats, and just being here. Thank you so much for all the support you continue to give the channel. And uh, we will see you tomorrow night. It's Champions League, baby. Come on. Good night. Allez les hommes, il est femme. Come back and check on some green.